Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. It doesn't... Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. My name is Colin. I'm a teacher, tarot oracle card reader, and I am a singer and guitarist in the rock band Red Treasure, and I'm located in beautiful, sunny North Hollywood, California. Hello everyone, my name is Stephanie Orlina. I am a transformational life coach and I help people shift away from negative thinking and it transforms their lives. And I am in San Diego, California. We want to thank you so much for listening and watching. At this time we are posting a brand new episode every Monday morning. Uh, We really appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast, liking us, following us, subscribing to us, leaving us a comment, and writing us a review. All of that helps other people find us. Each week we start our discussion from a different jumping off point, and this week we are going to start off uh, talking about something that you, Stephanie, brought up in our friend time discussion right before we came on, where um, we were talking about plans, and um, I was remembering that I think episode like two or three of season one, we talked about goals um, and how do goals work or not work with the law of attraction, the art of allowing. And you had mentioned that you listened to an Abraham Hicks, uh, workshop recently that talked about that. Uh, well, it wasn't so much about plans. It was more about, um, Oh, just being happy all the time. Yeah. Esther was, she was just, she had to work really hard to feel good because what was going on around her could have like, you know, made her feel bad and she didn't want to. And so, um, she was doing her hardest to feel good every day and, and it had built momentum. And so, you know, weeks had passed and she was just feeling really good every day. And then this really miraculous thing occurred. And it wasn't until after this miraculous thing occurred that she realized that it was her, really making a conscious effort to feel good every day that momentum I build and law of attraction was responding to her energy and vibration. And so this, she allowed in this incredible thing. And then Abraham said, you know, and that's the way you're supposed to live every day, meaning you just feel good and then do the next, whatever you feel inspired to do or whatever. And I thought, I remember thinking, Oh my God, how cool would that be to be able to live like that every day of just being, you know, my job is to feel good and then do whatever feels, whatever I feel like in the next moment. And so then you were talking about the D and D trailer where they're talking about plans. (laughs) Yes. The trailer for the new feature film of Dungeons and Dragons with Chris Pine and um, Hugh Grant and others in which there is a joke about, plans and making plans yeah and so well and I think this because this was something I'd written down because I read it the other day and was like oh that is so good and I think it goes it kind of fits with this about the planning and then just living life you know what as it comes up as we create it and it was basically it doesn't matter what other people are doing and thinking the only thing that has any effect on 
us is how I'm thinking and feeling, how you're thinking and feeling. That affects our lives, really, because we're the creator of our own lives. And so, and that's, and so how I think, how I feel, how you think, how you feel, what you do is the biggest, it has the biggest impact on our lives. Mm. You know, like leaving everyone else out of the equation, which often it's hard for us to do, mm. but knowing that I only feel the way I do because of what I'm thinking about and, how, and therefore how I'm feeling because the thought provokes an emotion, right? And, um, and so it's like, let's take our power back. Mm-hmm. And what is it that I, how do I want to feel? How do I want to think about this situation? Um, and so there are people that are new to the law of attraction are allowing. I mean, one thing I could imagine being like sort of having trouble understanding that is, well, I don't like doing my laundry. So does that mean I stopped doing my laundry? Like, I don't like cleaning my house. Does that mean I stopped doing, cleaning my house? Like, well, they, come, come on, Stephanie. I got to do stuff that I don't well, like. like. Okay, so there's so many options here, right? One is you could hire someone to clean your house. Hmm. Um, if you can't afford to, can't afford to pay someone to clean your house, um, if, if there's a service that you have, maybe you can trade services with that person for what you do and they can, you know, clean your house. And so you have a trade going, which is what they did, what we did many, many years ago before we had currency, we were trading things back and forth. Um, the other thing you can do, and I learned this from Tony Robbins, he calls it chunking. And it's where you do something that you don't really like or want to do with something that you do do like to do, which for me, it was like, I love listening to music and dancing and singing. And so while I would be vacuuming, I would be like playing loud music or while I was cleaning, I would play music. So that's, you know, you can make it a little less miserable (laughs) or a little more enjoyable by doing something that you like to do. Um, Personally, I really like watching college football highlights while I do while I do my dishes. See? That works really well. Ta-da! <laughs> See, right, right. I find that when I'm angry and upset about something, that is when I feel inspired to like scrub and clean, <laughs> which doesn't happen that often because I'm not usually angry or upset. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing you can do is if you know someone or ask around, if because I hear people, they're like. I love to clean. And I'm like, you can come to my house <laughs> and have yeah. a great time and we'll both be happy. Yeah. You know, so there's so many and those are just four things that I thought of in my little human brain that's very limited in thinking and the universe can has like a hundred things that are absolutely possible at any given moment. I think one thing um, that I don't think about a lot, but is really true for me, is that you know a lot of the things that I say I don't enjoy. I mean, I think there are things you know. Abraham also talks about like we're not meant to love everything. We're we're meant to like. No, we need to have a contrast. Yeah, Yeah. you know, the yin and the yang. However you want to think of it. Kind of the cool. One of the cool things of the universe is you go around and there are things you like and things you don't like, and you pick things you like, and you just you can let let go of things you don't like, but. I think like in terms of activities, just to talk about that, um, like a lot of the things that I, I say I don't like to do is they have like a history with them, you know, of programming, of beliefs, of thoughts. And 
one example is, and I know my sister Kelly, who's been on the podcast many times, would, would back me up on this. Like, she and I both have a lot of trouble with, um, or I shouldn't say we have trouble with it. We don't like, we don't enjoy, um, or historically have not enjoyed, housework and cooking. <laughs> and we both know, because we've both done therapy and, you know, examined our past and everything, that, you know, our mother, God bless her, um, also really didn't enjoy housework or, or cooking. I think the more I learn about my parents' past as an adult, I sort of have, understand a little bit more. I think she was overwhelmed a lot. I think a lot was expected of her. I don't think but, any mother can relate to what you're saying right now. <laughs> I'm sure not. That's I'm so far-fetched. Like, oh, everything's the fine. average mother experience. <laughs> probably, I'm sorry right now, all of you moms, I can't relate to what Colin's talking about, about feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> um, extremely sarcastic right now. That's a fair point. For that's those who point. don't understand sarcasm. But, um, yeah, but she was, uh, she would complain a lot, understandably. Like, I'm not, I'm not criticizing my mother for complaining, but she would complain audibly a lot verbally as she did the house cleaning as she did as she cooked um, she she complained especially a lot to my sister and I when we were very young about how much she felt like it was very difficult to come up with uh, a different meal every night that everybody was gonna like that could be made in the right amount of time and all that kind of stuff and so and Kelly and I have realized like oh we have these like recordings of our mother in our mind programming (laughs) that when we go to the kitchen you know it's like ugh, i really don't enjoy it's like the brain goes um tape two track three (laughs) yeah so i think sometimes part of the solution may be i mean it's different for every person and and i think different activities would be different for different people you know because like you say i know people who love cleaning you know some people hate um yard work and some people love yard work you know it's like some people can't stand gardening and some people love gardening you know so it's not the same for everybody but i do feel like um if there's something you have to do and you don't enjoy it i think it is possible to like write a new story and think new thoughts around it like reset yep absolutely yeah um yeah, and some people have partners or mates who love to cook, and so yeah. it's like a, a win-win situation. Currently looking for one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited Again. for you. I just... <laughs> I, I'm so excited for you that you now have that in your life. Congratulations <laughs> for attracting that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Yeah, and I don't mean to say, like, I think your point is a larger point about emotional state. It's not just activities. But I, I could definitely, when, when we say, you know, you and I, you know, have studied the law of attraction and art of allowing and watched the film The Secret and, and you know, listened to Abraham Hicks and long enough so that when you say, you know, you really, really the point of life is to feel good all day long. Like that. Oh, but no, I'm not. Yeah, and that was even like a bit stretching it because we're not, even Abraham says we're not going to feel happy 24 7. Right. I think, you know, their their opinion about that is that's where we came from and that's where we go back to. Like, that's what that is, what that realm is like, you know, 24 7 joy. But we come here to experience all of it the contrast and the, you know, that whole, the kitchen, as we say, that has things we don't want and things that we do. And it's just like, leave those things we don't want. Cause you, like, I, do you like liver? No. Okay. 
Well, and maybe there's someone listening who loves liver. So if we got rid of liver, because I don't I like know liver. That. <laughs> I know there are people who like liver. I, well, my mom, my stepdad, my and my mom did. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they made it for us and they loved it. And I'm like, oh. anyways. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god, Colin just made a face. I, I agree with that response to liver like that. If I can make that face, I made a face too, but yours was perfect. Um, to give my opinion about the taste of liver. But but if we got rid of liver because you and I and you know a handful of other people don't like it, then the people who do love it would right. be really sad. Right. And vice versa. Right. If there was something that we really love, but there was something that and other people, like fifty percent of the population didn't like it and they got rid of it, oh, that would really deplete, you know, part of our joy life experience. So we need it all, but as Abraham says, it's like you just let it go. You don't even think about it again, right? You don't go back to the table and go, I hate lip. Well, some of us do, right? But, you know, we can just go on and enjoy what's in front of us, that delicious pork chop and mashed potato and gr- whatever it may be, and focus on that and think about something else that feels good. That's a really good point. I mean, I think <clears throat> there are times where, at least for myself, I get so um, self-centered or self-focused that I forget that like, yeah, there, there's, there are things, there's always going to be lots of stuff in the universe that is not designed to appeal to me. And I'm going to have a reaction of like, uh, that's not my thing or I don't dig that. But a lot of that stuff is for other people. Like it has to be out in the world because other people enjoy it or, you know, like that thing or whatever. And, um, for it to be in the world for them, it has to, you know, I, I, I'm going to occasionally bump into it. I'm not going to only, you know, I'm not going to only see things that I like 24 seven, 365. Um, the other thing that came out of what you were sharing about earlier for me was the whole, I was thinking about this, um, on my drive back home a couple nights ago, because I had, <laughs> I had, I had arranged an online date with someone and, um, I had, I think I had a, like a bad feeling in my intuition about it when I made the date, but not a big one. It was just like, a, uh, is this, uh. um, and sometimes that's easy for me to confuse with fear and I try not to give in to fear. You know, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, you know, <clears throat> but I was driving to this date and I had agreed to drive to where the person supposedly lived and I won't go into details, but like I, I got some text messages from her that were super fishy, like super weird. Like you just wouldn't, a normal person wouldn't, <laughs> things that just in a normal, healthy, you know, first online date would not be texted to someone. And I can be such an over accommodator sometimes, you know, I, like I, sometimes it's really challenging for me if somebody's saying, well, I want to change the, the plan and. You know, you, you're going to be inconvenienced a little bit, but you'll be helping me by, like, you know, whatever you're doing that's inconveniencing you. Uh, you know, I'm very I'm very susceptible to going along with it. You know, it's kind of how I was brought up. It's like, oh, make accommodation for others, you know, make their life easier. But these Is that types, term codependent? <laughs> well, among others, yeah. yes. If we were to um, put a label on that yeah. practice. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's codependence, yes. Okay. Um, so I get these text messages and, you know, then my intuition is ringing loud as a bell. 
and it's and really so what quick. did you do like I, you... I called you actually and you didn't pick up oh is uh, that what that call was? <laughs> i saw the missed call later and then i thought i thought because i was busy and i thought you know if it was important he'd leave a voicemail or he'd text me well right? the thing is, is like as soon as i it was one of those things where like I called you because I'm like, I was aware in my mind that I was having trouble yeah. listening and respecting my own intuition. Okay. And I know, I know that you and I have that conversation all the time. So like, as soon as I, I heard your voice, I would, you know, I felt like I, then I would be able to listen to it. But as soon as you, you didn't pick up and I hung up, I was like, well, Stephanie would just tell me to That's listen awesome. to my intuition. Like, yeah, so awesome. I don't really need to talk to her. I yeah. can just do what That's she would so recommend great. anyway. I, I know what that. she would say. But on the, so I basically texted this person and said, I'm very sorry. I did the whole, like, this is all me, nothing to do with you, but uh, this isn't going to work for me. And I apologize. I'm going to have to. Oh, dude, that is so beautiful. And, but I was driving back on the 405. Uh, in, in a, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's just pause for a moment and celebrate. You did it, dude. Yeah. Oh, bravo. Yeah. Just because that, that's something, I know that people. That is a big ass deal i just want to acknowledge you like Thank i you. applaud you listening to your gut intuition yeah and it was like it was speaking loudly to me and you were like all right you know right on and then oh. reaching out for help like support and then i love what you did i'm like well what would Steph say like and then you're yeah. like, okay well, I, knew, and... I knew exactly what you would say <laughs> you'd be like no don't listen to your you know hey call i'm gonna throw a curveball here don't listen to your intuition uh, i knew that wasn't gonna happen yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, I, and this is probably true for a lot of people, not just me, but, like, I, there are scenarios where I find it very easy to listen to my intuition, and there are scenarios like that that, for me, are particularly challenging because I'm... I'm a little more triggering. I'm going like to be disappointing saying. someone potentially yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I, I know people that are just, like, you know, the moment something doesn't work for them, they're like, no, I'm not doing that. You know, it's very easy yeah. for them, but, yeah. yeah. So I was proud of myself, but when I was driving back on the 405 to get home, I was like, I was thinking like, okay, so I attracted that, because I know about the law of attraction, I know the art of allowing, um, but I know I didn't like visualize that, it was such a wacky scenario of me, because the other thing is, it just happened to be like horrible traffic getting down there, it was like, it took me almost two hours to get to that other place. Oh, Shoot. It was just, but that's, you I mean, were two hours in on a driving. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is a huge. But the thing is, like, the text, the weird text messages came right at the in the last 15 minutes of that. No, but I'm saying that you were willing to drive t for two hours to meet someone. That's not a big deal in Los Angeles. I understand San Diego it is. <laughs> it is in most places. It's deal. not just. It's less of a big deal. In Los Angeles. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say it's a big deal. Like people, most everyone listening, unless they live in LA, as you say, yeah. would be like, city. "Yeah, I'm sorry, but I'd be like, no." Well, again, it's time of day. I mean, that's one thing about Los Angeles. It's like this: the distance would have been. I mean, if it had been maybe at seven o'clock at night, uh, the night it started, been. it might have been like less than an hour. That's still a long time. But anyways, I get it. It's LA. Okay. I mean, one time it took me four hours to go 12 miles. <laughs> it's, it's, that's how we live here in Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. Um, 
but when I was driving back on the 405, I was thinking like, um, so I know I attracted that sort of scenario, but I know that I didn't visualize the way, <laughs> the specific way that played out. Like I never, I don't, I don't recall at least thinking about getting weird text messages. Like I'm just driving back. Yeah, but think about it. We don't have to visual. It's more like the energy of. Yeah. So but what, what I was thinking was, which was related, sorry, to bring it all back to what you were saying before, is like, I was like, hmm, I can see how people think that life happens to them. Because that yeah. felt like, that's it was happening to you. Yeah. Felt yeah. like this is yeah. happening to me. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, but I must have, again, yeah, I didn't visualize the specific order or the, the circumstances, yeah. but I... I, I attracted that scenario and there was lots of really good things that came out of it. I mean, I think it was, especially like t telling it in hindsight now, it's like, that's an area I need to work better. Like I need to be less accommodating in sort of situations like that. So it could be that I just want, you know, my. That my and vibration. the win of that you when you listened to, when you listened to your gut when it was like yeah. screaming at you so yeah. that was a huge win yeah. and two that you were able to say no in a very loving way instead of going off on her right yeah. but in a really yeah. loving respectful adult way to say yeah i'm really sorry but this isn't going to work for me yeah that was another win too yeah so there were a lot of and i and and sometimes not getting what we want but then there's all these other gifts in it of seeing like the growth being given an opportunity to stand up for ourselves um you know being you were able to practice a new muscle of you saying no you know all these things like sometimes that is even sweeter than the event like eventually what you want's going to come well i think and the other thing too i was thinking about is because you've mentioned before part of the joy of life, potential joy and potential fun of life is surprise. So that's my understanding is that's kind of, I don't know if this is the right way to say it, but that's why the hows, you know, how things are going to happen, the exact order things are going to happen is quite often kept from us. I mean, if you, if, if yeah, I have a vibration, that's really sweet. yeah. Because, I mean, I couldn't have planned, and that that's what I was thinking when I was driving back home. I was like, if somebody who didn't know about the law of attraction, like, listened to me tell this story of what just happened and said, yeah, life happens to you, it would be tough to make the argument that, well, no, this is still what I attracted it. But <laughs> it's just that I did, I, that voice. I did attract it, but it's just that the, the, the specific order of what needed to happen. And or the specific the, circumstances. You know, yeah. yeah. The, and the other thing was, was that uh, as I was driving home, I was kind of like, I like ever since COVID started, it's, I, I need to get out of the house more often. You know, I tend to, Thanks. I become even more of a homebody mm -hmm. <clears throat> during the COVID era. And I was like, I was driving home. Oh, also my car needed to be desperately washed. It was looking absolutely filthy. Look, and I, that's the way our power got you out of the house. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, when I turned around, I got yeah. off the exit, oh. you know, very far south of me. There was a. I, I, I was, my errands now. <laughs> I was my uh, low gas light was on, yeah. so I was out of gas, and I needed a car wash. And I, where I turned around, 
there, I mean, this is very common in Los Angeles. It's not like that rare, but there was a gas station with a car wash, like right yeah, next to it. Perfect. And so I got, I Same filled thing. my tank. Yeah. And I got a car I wash. I love when that happens too. It's like, oh, this other yeah. thing that I wanted didn't happen. Yeah. However, the spirit's like, but I got you covered here. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, on the ride home, I was also thinking like, I really, this was a weird trip. <laughs> For sure. That sounds like um, drugs. <laughs> but I'm like, but I enjoyed myself. Like, I'm glad I got out. Oh, that was the other thing. Because it was a date, you know, I got, I mean, I didn't get dressed up. But, you know, I mean, I spent... You know, I took a shower and I shaved. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, that's that feels good, too, even if I'm not going to meet anybody. It's like, oh, I look much better than I do on Sunday mornings when we record the podcast. Um, um, I smell good, too. The podcast listeners are like, what does he mean? Does he, does he usually look disheveled on the YouTube video? Yes, every week. I think there was one week in season two where I was, like, dressed up and looked. Like, oh, really your hair was wet. You just like yeah, once <laughs> anyway. four seasons once. Uh -huh. Well, so let's go back to this whole thing of like living in the flow of life, being able to mm -hmm. like oh, talk about freedom. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I, I need to be honest. Like a lot of my life is live this way, and I freaking yeah. love it. Um, but sometimes I feel guilty, and so um, why? Because I, the story is, oh, I should be, I should be. I gonna say, I should be. Oh, I shouldn't. This isn't what people do, you know. I feel like the word "should" in my brain is like seventy-five percent of the reason when I'm not feeling good. Honestly, like I feel like whenever I'm free of should, which which oh, quite so often. So that is an out of alignment. When I'm out of alignment, yeah. I'm saying should to myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's in, when I'm in the vortex. When I'm in alignment, the word "should" is like, it's, it's like a. And I feel object. like that word is ever, pre at least in America, that word is ever present. Like I don't get even if I don't say it through a day, I don't get through a day of talking to people without hearing that word all over the place. People say and it. You know, all I really want to shudder as I was saying <laughs> it, like thinking it in yeah. my head, like my body just like shuddered. Yeah, <gasps> it was weird. And Watch I don't it. shudder when I say it during the week. I just am like, oh, you know. I would say shudder because that's like a normal thing. What you just did was kind of very unusual. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm just, I'm just trying to play this up for the audio listeners. I'm just like, what did she do? <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. We care about you all. Yeah. <laughs> We're just trying to cover all I mean, of our I, I can't think. I can't think of a scenario in which you, you, you craft a sentence to say to somebody else or to yourself where you use the word should and good things come out of it. It's like, oh. it's, it's almost like that word is just designed oh, to yeah, huh. make you and or others feel bad <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's always implying that you're, doing you're not well. doing what you, yeah. there's something else other than what you're doing that you ought yeah, to be doing. Yeah. You know. So, okay. So, <laughs> Well, then this was, I'm looking at what I wrote and I'm like, we need to come back to this. But what I was bringing Sorry. up right now isn't even what I wrote about this whole thing of what Abraham was saying about that's the way you're supposed to live every day is yeah. you know, basically like happy, joyous and free. It yep. didn't, they didn't say it specifically like that, but when you know, you're supposed to feel good, you know, yeah. the majority of the time and most of the time we're not, we're doing something we think we should be doing <laughs> or yeah. we're not doing it and we feel guilty for it. Or we have to do all these other things for other people, 
or we have to do these things that I've agreed to do because you know you're my boss or you're my employer or you're my children or whatever. Yeah. Um, but what would? So I have a question. Yes. What would you do if tomorrow you could do anything you wanted to do? What would you want to do? Because it would that would be Monday. I'm not sure what you mean, like the depth and breadth of that question. Like, You had the day to do whatever oh. you wanted to do. Do you know what you would want to do? I have no idea. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mondays are traditionally filled with a lot of business kind of things that I typically don't like. So when I think of Monday, I think of, okay. yeah, it's challenging to. Uh, okay, so, okay, so then let me rephrase the question. Yes. Tomorrow is a new day. Yes. And you can do whatever you want to do. What would Colin want to do? What would your little boy want to do? What would your inner child want to do? Well, I mean, I, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I'd want to play Dungeons and Dragons, which okay. I'm doing pretty regularly these days, but it would uh -huh. be nice to do that. Um, I'd like to get outside. And do what? Just, be, just stand outside? Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> probably go to the beach. <laughs> probably go to the beach oh, and take oh. a walk on the beach. I haven't done that in a while. You know, oh. came to my mind because going on a date with somebody who doesn't send me weird text messages right before. Wait, I get there. Pause. Okay. okay, so okay, so let's let's reframe that one. So go on a date. So something positive, you know, something that would that you do want. So yeah, go on a go date on a that date feels and good and and I enjoy and the other person enjoys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And having a connection with them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. And then you know, because we work together for quite some time um what outside of you know doing this podcast uh i thought of when i think of your little boy i think of throwing the baseball up in the air and catching it with your oh yeah head. that's yep. what i was thinking like yeah that'd be fun too because that was an outside thing i mean you can do that in the house but i think you did that a lot yeah. when you did do that outside in the backyard and i had a yard yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a front yard now Kind of, sort of. It's slow, right? Yeah, yeah. I sacrificed yard for, I traded yard for floor space inside. Yeah. <laughs> it this was a good time, This time good around. Yes, this you time have, around. In your vortex, you have like the ideal living space. Yes. Kind of situation. Um, you know, I had, you know, I told you earlier in friend time that I had a hair appointment. So I went and got a haircut this morning and it yes. went longer and she is also for the folks listening on the audio version your hair looks amazing oh thank you darling thank you Sarah. <laughs> um and so you know sarah and i um we also worked together at one point she was my client and um and so we hadn't seen each other in a little while she was super excited to see me and tell me like the latest and greatest and vice versa and um she was telling me something that she had just gotten into and she was super excited about and she was learning about and it was really great to see her excited and energetic and and i also she shared with me about it and then it was kind of a unusual topic and so i had like some negative connotations about it but she schooled me on it and um it was really great and i remember saying to her um oh my god you're stepping into who you really are like like she's practicing this thing that she loves and and i'm like because i'm when i first met her and some of the things she told me about herself i i was like oh this like what she's practicing now is what i thought about her then mm. and sometimes we grow into who we are like we're already that 
but we either don't believe it or the circumstances and events haven't occurred so that it feels locked in. And so I just remember thinking, oh, wow, like you're stepping in. That's who you were when I met you, but you didn't know that about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I thought about, I, there were certain things I thought about myself, like, oh my God, Steph. like there's things that you, you want to be or become and you're not there yet but you already are them. And I got super excited. I'm like, oh, that means like, that's, you know, it's something, it's, it's, it's inevitable. Cause I remember, you know, a couple of decades ago, I wanted to do something that I loved to do. And I didn't know what that was. And there were people who were doing work they loved. And I was, I was just like, it was like a unicorn, like, oh my God, you know? And, um, And years later, I discovered what it was, which was coaching. And then I was like, oh, but I want to do it. And then I did. And then, oh, I want to be good at it. And then I did. You know, so there's all these things that when I didn't know what it was, and then when I did know what it was, I didn't think it was possible. You know, so all these things. And and so I guess what I'm saying is I was that. Like all those times I was reading those personal growth and self-help books, I loved it. But I didn't know it was going to lead me to become a coach. And then lead me to come, you know, to become a really good coach. And so, so I just want to say that whatever you want to be, do, or have, it's already done. It's inevitable. And I think that's the other thing that a lot of us have trouble with is believing that and accepting it as truth for fear of, but what if I'm wrong and it doesn't happen and then I'll be disappointed you know, that whole thing I saw on social media once, if, if you, or maybe it was Abraham that said, if you, if you believed in your dreams half as much as you doubt them, they would come true. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. Great discussion. Awesome. And thank you for joining us today. We're so happy to have you along. Uh, remember that right now we're posting a brand new episode every Monday morning. We truly appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast, liking us, following us, subscribing to us, leaving us a comment, and writing us a review. All of that helps other people find us. All our social media links and our email address are in the description on the YouTube video version of this down below. Uh, We wish you a happy and abundant and free-flowing week, and uh, we look forward to you joining again on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.